heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we're taking a look at our friend and co-worker Jim McClure's game, The Terrible RPG. That's tear, as in to tear a piece of paper, because The Terrible RPG is an entirely kinetic tabletop game. In Terrible, players write down skills on a sheet of paper, and in order to accomplish anything using those skills, they have to tear off a piece of paper large enough to cover a physical space predetermined by the game. It's good silly fun, and it's one of the easiest micro games to teach a new group of people. Right now, our friends over at the IGDN are funding their 2017 Metatopia Scholarship. Every year, my favorite convention, Metatopia, invites game designers from all over the world to test their newest designs. Attending Metatopia allows designers to play test with the general public, along with noteworthy peers like Ken Height, Hannah Schaefer, Jason Morningstar, and more. The Indie Game Developers Network hosts a scholarship every year to provide new and diverse designers with the opportunity to attend Metatopia. At OneShot, we believe innovation in game design is paramount to growing the gaming hobby. And that's why from now until September 22nd, we're matching donations to the Metatopia Scholarship Fund up to $500 total. If you max us out, together we'll be able to send four new designers to Metatopia. If you love innovation in game design like we do, then donate to the scholarship. And if you're designing a game of your own, be sure to apply for the scholarship. It can be a life-changing opportunity. You can find out more about the Metatopia Scholarship on the IGDN's GoFundMe page. Coming up on the OneShot Twitch stream this week, we're playing Warda Tuesday at 7.30pm Central Time. And the Dungeon Dome will be returning this Wednesday with a Champion's Dilemma match at 8pm Central Time. You can find all this and more at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. And if you're behind in the Dungeon Dome or Warda, you can head over to our YouTube page where we've archived all of our episodes. This November, OneShot is attending a ton of conventions. Metatopia in Morristown, New Jersey, the 2nd through the 5th. A Catacon in Dayton, Ohio, the 10th through the 12th. And PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 17th through the 19th. Before we get to the episode this week, I want to take a moment to thank our backers on Patreon. Michael Gannon, thank you. Ryan, thank you. Ryan, thank you. Mary Clute, thank you. Pranks. Pranks. Thank you, Pranks. I think Pranks is a Star Wars podcast. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> we no, should we probably we should we, say we so what it is. It's a thing called Never Tell Me it's the Pods. It's Never Tell Me the Pods. Uh, um, if you like talking about Star Wars too much, <laughs> or if you're really into bigger Luke theory, and if you're not, have I got a podcast for you? Because uh, it will get you into it. And I are also hosts on Never Tell Me the Pods. Pranks is the main host. And Johnny is also a host yes. as well. Yep, yep. It's the it's where the four of us talk about Star needless Wars. things about Star Wars. Christopher Davis, thank you. Thank you, Christopher. Jackie Beckwith. Jackie! Jacker! Thank you so much, Jackie. <laughs> Thank you. C.D. Gallant King. We've definitely thanked him before. He is still an author, so please look him up. Chris Lee. Thank you. Dan Gurka. Thank you. Seth Alcorn. Seth Alcorn. We've also thanked him. Seth, thank you so much. Hauntner. Hunt. Hunchner. Hunchner. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you just have to say it with confidence. <laughs> it works. Thanks again to all of our Patreon backers. You make what we do possible, and I cannot say enough how much I appreciate it. With all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. We are all right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. 
First up is a voice that should be familiar to you because you've been watching the one-shot Twitch streams, and that is Mel Fox. Mm, hello. Hun, do you have anything that you want to plug for the people tonight? I will plug my favorite thing uh, other than the Twitch stream, which you should obviously be watching. I have been doing a lot of videos with uh, my good friends at Versus the Universe, and we just did the Muppet Show for uh, their most recent uh, geek show, and I highly recommend checking out all the things they're about to post to YouTube. I would also recommend that uh, people follow uh, the Get Hype podcast. Oh, uh, that's right. Oh, I haven't. I mean, we okay. We have a Twitter you can follow handle. On Twitter, yeah. Uh, we haven't posted any episodes yet, and I'm not sure there will be any by the time you post this episode. There probably won't be. Probably won't be, but but. Uh, yeah, please. People can get hype for it. <laughs> yeah, get hype for get hype. Uh, you can follow at get hype pod on the Twitters. Awesome. Uh, next up is another familiar voice because you've been listening to the Adventure Podcast. That's Frank's Paul. Hey, how's it going, James? Uh, pretty good, dude. How are you doing? I'm good. I've spent like a collective total of maybe 12 hours with you in the last like three days. So yeah, man, uh, we have seen too much of each other. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, how so apart apart from that horrible thing uh, can you just uh give the people a quick elevator pitch on adventure before we move yeah forward? so adventure is um basically all of the stuff that you always wanted to do in tabletop games but people told you it wasn't cool to do so we are doing fan fiction, all the stuff of your favorite universes, and we're just playing them in D&D. So the next time that mean kid was like, oh, you're just playing like Luke Skywalker in D&D, you can be like, yeah. And guess what? Adventure said it was okay. Yeah, that's true. That's I, I'm willing for uh, us to own that. Like They have to take it up with us if they want to shame somebody for, for using gaming as fan fiction. Next up is uh, somebody that I normally work with like in a visual way. Hey! Um, that's Palomi Pratap. Hi, everyone. But she's also familiar to you because she's been on a bunch of one-shot episodes. I was a gay cowboy that one time. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and that other time, you were a, a gay, gay Russian, Russian mobster. <laughs> <laughs> Palomi, I'm noticing a pattern with you. you really? <laughs> um, is there anything that you would like to plug really quick? Uh, right now, I would like to plug the uh, podcast that I've been working on for a little while now. Uh, Iron Heights. It's a weird West. Uh, we're using a, we're using the Dogs in the Vineyard rule book and we're, we're still in the works with it. We're still working on it, but you definitely should follow us on Twitter because things are going to start spicing up pretty soon. Cool. And finally, uh, our last voice, one that is absolutely going to be familiar to you, uh, is Jim McClure. James, how are we doing? Uh, we're doing good because Jim, you are, are also our game master. For I this am. I'm, I'm here running again for one shot, which clearly means we're going to do something serious and dramatic, right? Oh yeah, dude. This, <laughs> you and I are going to go down in a blaze of tears and fire. Can we not kill each other this one time? Uh, I think impossible because it is impossible. We're yes. playing a terrible RPG this time. <laughs> we are. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've gathered here together to play. Actually, my first ever published game. It is called The Terrible RPG. That's spelled T-E-A-R-A-B-L-E. Terrible, as in to rip something apart. It is a play on words, and it's a pun. 
ha ha ha, we know how Jim yes. just loves puns. Yes. It may not surprise anyone. I did not actually name this game. I had Ultimate a- power. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, we're, we're, we're here and, uh, I'm, we're just to, just to pull back the curtain a little bit. It is, it is late here at the One Shot Podcast Studios. It's about 1142, so let's get punchy. And if we don't record this episode, I won't have one. <laughs> right. So this game is already a little slapsticky as is, and I think it's going to be a little extra so tonight. So, uh, everyone, yeah, strap in for this one. This is going to be a, it's going to be a wild ride. Keyword extra. Extra. <laughs> Keyword strap in. So, <laughs> strap in, strap on, strap whatever you need. Strap down. And with that, <laughs> we're going to move forward. <laughs> So, uh, just to tell everyone at home real quick about what the Terrible RPG is. Uh, to start with, it is a one-page RPG uh, that you can yourself can go and download for free on DriveThruRPG or ThirdAct.Pub uh, and look and play with this wonderful little game yourself. It is a nice, simple, straightforward game. The concept of this game is that uh, what you do is each player gets a sheet of paper, and they are going to write on that sheet of paper any six skills they could possibly imagine to, to do. Any six skills they could possibly want to have. And to use those skills, they are actually going to rip their sheet of paper apart, removing a section of that skill to use it. Once the skill is gone, they no longer have access to that skill. Uh, there are some rules for how the tears work, though. Uh, once you start a tear, you cannot readjust your hands, so you sort of make one continuous tear, and however much paper comes off, comes off. As well as the tear must be at least a certain size and must contain at least one full letter of the skill being used. Uh, so those are the rules. They are really simple and straightforward, and yet are going to hopefully provide some fun, interesting Interesting results as I look around the character sheets and see the absurdity that is about to come. Uh, so with that, we're going to jump into what our actual game is, which is uh, we are going to do uh, we are going to do an '80s martial arts action movie. Um, I'm sure James absolutely hates that that setting, but it's uh, not a great genre for me. <laughs> but we're going to go with it, and and the concept is uh, the four of you around this table are undercover FBI agents. They're being sent to the evil island somewhere in the Pacific to take part in the martial arts tournament being put on by Art Vandelay. Art Vandelay is the evil owner of said island, and every year he holds a martial arts tournament for some sort of nefarious deed. Is this dude being played by Jason Alexander? He is not, no. Um, there is wow. a lawsuit pending. There okay. is a very strong lawsuit pending, yes. Uh the uh you all are being sent on this mission uh your purpose is to find whatever nefarious deeds because the FBI believes there is some sort of illicit activity going on on Evil Island and it is the purpose of you four to discover whatever that illicit deed is and bring Art Vandelay to justice so uh, to get to this island, though, you all are going undercover as secret entrance into the tournament, this wonderful martial arts tournament that's going to happen. So let's go around and introduce our characters. Uh, let's get your names, some physical descriptions, uh, how you got in the FBI, and why you were an agent selected to go on this particular mission. I will start on my right. Oh, boy. 
I did not know this was going to be a Kung Fu mission, so, uh, but here we go. Uh, my character's name is Brosif. Uh, his distinguishing features are that he went to business school and that he knows a guy. Um, <laughs> so Brosif is clad in, you know, he always has like the FBI blazer and he has that FBI blue shirt. But on top of that, he's got like a really nice sensible sweater sort of like tied around him. He's always wearing boat shoes, which are not regulation, but it's okay because one of his skills is he has overwhelming self-confidence at everything. So he signed up. For this mission because he was confident he knew kung fu um so physical description i guess he's about like he's like five foot six he's got uh a blonde like slicked back hair um and he's wearing like a pink undershirt visibly underneath his fbi blazer at all times all right mel uh my character might be a familiar voice to you his name is lenik gilo <laughs> <laughs> from the minos <laughs> why yes <laughs> No relation. Uh, no, but no relation. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> okay. I might also be a tall green drink of water, but uh, you know, I've I've got. Are we are we listing our skills too? Uh, actually, I, he he, um, uh, he he went with all that, but I think it's better to keep as much of him a secret as okay, you can. Okay, great. They're more fun. To I'm gonna I'm black. gonna keep these I to he, myself. He then. kept some secrets. I definitely saw that. Great. <laughs> cool. <That's, laughs> I mean, if you don't know who Lena Kilo is, shame on you. Go listen to campaign. How did he join the FBI though? That is a very that was good question. One of the questions. Oh, it was it? Yeah. Um Oh gosh. He lost a partner. Yeah, this is like maybe pre-Minoc. Pre-Minoc. <laughs> so he not went to so Earth. Right? He went to Earth. Yeah. Yeah. This is e- this is the EU yeah. and Earth is canon, remember? He had a moment. You know, yeah. everybody gets bored sometimes. Give him a break. Everybody needs somebody. This is this Most is good. <laughs> Why did you go to Earth? I was bored, so I, was I went bored. to Earth. <laughs> I'm an alien, so they hired me. What do you want? James? Uh, so my character is Nick Blazer, teen FBI. Um, Nick was, uh, it's a sort of last starship fighter situation where uh, Nick, first of all, never used drugs or alcohol, which made him a winner at the video game arcade. Clearly. And that was actually just a FBI cover recruitment program. So once he got the high score on, let's say, Joust, uh, he was immediately uh, recruited by the FBI to be an agent. And all of the skills that Nick had acquired in his few years being only a young boy of 18 uh, have served him incredibly well. Though there are certain special precautions and, and whatnot they have to take because he is a teen still and not a legal adult. And Palomi. I am Bobby Brown, secretary and dispatch agent, and my defining feature is Farrah Fawcett blonde-ass hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After that, the other thing you notice is that I have one too many buttons unbuttoned. (laughs) (laughs) One too many buttons unbuttoned. Always a blue shirt tucked in, blue pants. She looks like a police officer, but she's an FBI agent. Functionality. Also, one last Functionality. thing. <laughs> one last thing. Fair. That's what we need on this undercover mission. To look like police officers. <laughs> and as far as how she joined the FBI, what? Like it's hard? <laughs> Great. It's fair. It's fair. 
Okay, so we're going to jump right into this thing. Okay, so the four of you have been sent on this this mission to Evil Island, and and we we, we travel by dotted line across the map into the middle of the Pacific Ocean, uh, with a a very it says specifically Evil Island uh, that you all pull up to. Um, the you, you arrive on sort of the backside of the island. The island's relatively small. It probably take you ten minutes to walk from one shore to the other. Uh, the island though is is cut in half. In the middle of it, there's a large stone wall castle thing that sort of breaks the island in two uh, and you all came up from one side of it where there's a small dock. Uh, on your side of the island, uh, what you can see is, of course, th- there's the dock, there's eight buildings that have been set up, there's a stone courtyard in front of the uh, the, the, the big sort of walled structure uh, and you all are being ushered towards this courtyard where there's a bunch of people. Uh, as you all get off the boats, they, they, they take all of your, uh, your, your, your clothing, your luggage, everything like that, and they set them up in rooms for you. And the courtyard is, is a buzz with people. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's probably several hundred people there. There's lines of taiko drummers just drumming, uh, as presumably the events are about to begin. Lenik, I hate the evil island. I wish President Reagan would just order us to arrest them all already. Oh, man, this place is the worst. Whoa, dudes. There's probably a lot of really nice people on this evil island that just got here by mistake. I mean, we're on this evil island. I guess so. He chews some bubble gum and pops the butter bowl really oh sassily. Uh, um, Bobby is going to tap Nick on the shoulder and ask for a stick of bubble gum. Takes two and chews on both at the same time. She's very disinterested in everything that's happening. I love her style. <laughs> After a few minutes, you, you, you hear the taiko drummers start to pick up and then suddenly stop. And the two large wooden doors in the front of the stone structure creak open. And out walks an old man with a cane. He looks like he's about 180 years old. He slowly walks up. Standing next to him is a black woman that's about seven foot tall, 300 pounds of muscle, that is standing to his right, arms crossed. Mm-hmm. He looks out over the crowd. Welcome to my tournament. I am Art Vandelay, and you all have gathered here to take part in the greatest martial arts tournament in the world. I have gathered eight of the greatest fighters. And the winner will be my right hand. As he points to his right where the black woman's standing, she looks down, just rolls her eyes. My left hand in ruling my empire. First, I would like to announce the entrance of the tournament. We'll start with a Lenik Gilo. Gilo? Is there yes, a- Lenik here. <laughs> <laughs> and and what, is, what is your martial arts skill? Why, why are you here? Why are you fighting? It's a oh. martial arts tournament. You oh. would, you'd fight. Yeah. Do you have a special, like, kung fu or the karates? Uh, why, yes. I know all of the karates. All of them? Yes, precisely. <laughs> very impressive. <laughs> a impressive sort, that is, is Lina Kilo. Uh, let's see. Who else? Who else do we have? Uh, Vladimir? There's a Vladimir? And you see this tall Russian guy walk up, and he's got one of the, what's those hats that are straight up? <laughs> oh, I should have known better. I'm gaming with Palomi. <laughs> <laughs> he takes out an American flag handkerchief and blows his nose and throws it on the ground and steps <gasps> on it. Vladimir's mine. Not cool, dude. <laughs> I am here 
Thank you. Yes, thank you. I cannot do Russian at all. Um, it's the only thing I can do. Uh, next, there's a, a Bobby Brown. Uh, she just raises her hand and pops a bubble, but then <laughs> leans into Nick and points at the very tall woman standing next to him. She's definitely my style. Uh, that does not answer my question. What? What? Your, your fighting style is, is princess here. I mean, if you want it to be, does it really matter? I, you know, I can do it. It's oh, okay. That's weird. Okay, go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Uh, Nick Blazer. There's a Nick Blazer. Uh, is Nick, Nick Blazer Nick wearing Blazer, a blazer? Uh, yeah, Nick Blazer does have a blazer on. He like skateboards up right in front of this dude and like does a kickflip. Nick Blazer here. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And and what's your your martial arts skill? Huh. Well, I was going to give a dismissive, borderline rude answer to you, but my teammates have already done that. <laughs> so. <laughs> My fighting style is youthful vigor. <laughs> youthful vigor, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. All right. Don't, don't muck up my tracks here. Uh, we, we have a Kugo. Is Kugo here? And you, you see this guy, uh, short Japanese gentleman walks out, ripped, real tall black hair. Uh, he, he bows, goes back in. Uh, we, we, we have, is there a smudge on my paper? And he, he, he hands it over to the black woman and she's shaking her head now. Brosif? <laughs> There's no last name given, just Brosif. Is there a Brosif? Uh, Brosif, like. Yugoslavian? Brosif makes his way directly to the front of the assemblage. He produces a tennis racket out of nowhere, uh, throws a ball up and then serves it really, really high, uh, and then slams, uh, serving it, like, uh, it, like, rockets off the island, basically. It, it, that was just a waste. Supra. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, Brosif. Don't worry. It's going to land at a tennis camp 400 miles from here. <laughs> and finally, we have a, a D Toyota. There's a D Toyota that's here. Oh, God. And you see it's a sumo wrestler that oh. comes and bows. Oh, yeah. sorts it is. I'm glad that it wasn't Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> the tournament officially begins tomorrow. But first, we must decide the seats of the tournament. Seats? 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 Like, seats or like grass seats? This is your terminology, sir. <laughs> seats. Yes, yeah, seats. And how we decide the seats is we fight! And suddenly, I feel like, like that's sort of self-defeating. I mean, <laughs> everyone like looks around at each other for a second, and then suddenly Kugo just jumps about like four hundred feet in the air. Mm -hmm. His hair turns yellow. Mm -hmm. His hands do this, and he goes maya meka, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, a blast of energy is flying down at the field of combatants. Does anyone have any skills that would help them in this situation? Uh, uh, overwhelming self-confidence. Describe for me what you're doing and give me an overwhelming self-confidence tear, sir. Uh, I want to go directly at Kugo, uh, like, look directly at him, uh, point my finger right in the air, and I say, Hey! No! <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, wait, I can't. No, you, no table, no table. Oh, you lost. That looks good to me. And then you'll hand him in and I'll check him. Uh, yes. So he, he almost got to the car and then he's like, oh, that guy's really like, 
and he just sort of like his shoulders kind of droop down and he slowly just kind of floats back down to the ground. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow, Kuko. <laughs> Uh, but Bobby Brown, your, your, your eyes catch, uh, you, you, you hear like a stomp and the earth shakes a little bit and another stomp and the earth shakes and the sumo wrestler is coming at you and there's just hands everywhere as he's charging <laughs> forward. So Bobby has her hands come up almost to like protect her face and then pushes them forward and ants just start pouring out of her I'm scared to ask this question. What? Do you have a relevant skill? I do. And my relevant skill is ants. <laughs> I didn't think I was ever going to say this in my GM career, but give me an ants tear, please. <laughs> please pull me. Oh my god. Hand. Ooh, that's actually gonna be closed. Yep, you're good. Okay, describe God. for me what happened. So these ants start pouring out of Bobby's palms, and they just spill forward onto like the stone paving in front of her, and they just surge towards this giant man and slowly crawl up of him and start stinging him because they're very clearly fire ants. Clearly. Uh, and I don't know if I have a liberty to say this, but I think he's allergic to these stings. Absolutely. You made the tear and it worked. <laughs> he is horribly red. He's swelling up larger than he already was. Uh, as, as the camera pans to the other side of the, uh, the battlefield and Lenik, <laughs> I'm scared. I'm really scared. But <laughs> Vladimir takes off his hat. He sets it down. He is going to do the communist people's elbow as he is running at you full force. What do you have to stop this man, Lenik? Oh, man. I have too many guns. <laughs> just too many just, guns. He just says too many guns. Too I mean, these are guns. guns. Oh, boy. That's it could be, be tough whatever. To make, I know. I can't. Can I, like, move my wrists? You or? can, yeah. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you're welcome to try and influence any way you can. Just once the tear starts, I've you can't reposition. I've got my grip. I can't move my fingers. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's too small. Mm. That's long, though. It has to cover it. It's it has entirely... to cover it. That's too small. Ah, it, it was work. too small, so it's a, a tearing faux pas. So what happens is we'll do one of two things in, in the, the sense of expediency. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see if any other member of the team can help out Lenik as he is fumbling, and he just he just has too many guns. Too many of <laughs> Too <laughs> many guns. Can anyone else on the team, he can't get it out in time to stop Vladimir. <laughs> oh, no! I'll have to call upon the local fauna of the island to help. I am going to use my animal empathy. <laughs> um, and sure. uh, Nick, Nick calls out, Chicky, chicky, chicka! Chicky, chicky, chicka! And what, uh, what, what shows up? Birds of paradise from, from all around. Uh, well, actually, this is an evil island, right? Yeah, it is. So, uh, Birds of hell. Yeah, this is peacocks. Peacocks. Like his his collection of albino peacocks oh like, comes out and uh, You know my thing about peacocks, right? They are the best animal. They're the only one at the zoo that can walk around and not be in a cage. This yeah, is the, the most Jim McClure opinion. <laughs> peacocks that I are the absolute top. Did not expect wait, wait, to run humans into can tonight. walk around and not be in a cage. Well, that, well let's not muddy the water. Despite all my rage. Alright. All right. 
Let's see if that does it. You're good. All right. Uh, so All right, describe for me the majestic peacocks. I think the the majestic peacocks uh, unfurl the, their giant fan bottoms and like their their talons like come out and they take up the guns and start uh, blasting. <laughs> Just plugging away at this. All the guns I drop just in the sand. Oh my guns! This kung fu tournament is incredible. Far more murdery than I expected. Well, (laughs) Russian bullets don't necessarily take him down. That's that's very true. true. Um, And one of them's a super saiyan, so bullets may not do the job. He just drinks vodka and walks away. He's he's out cold from the peacock. Lenic assault rifle assault that just occurred, and you hear enough. <laughs> that is plenty for today. The seats have been decided. Tomorrow the tournament will start proper. Get some rest. Tomorrow will be a busy day. And him and the tall black woman walk into the back. The wooden doors close back. Creak slam. The taiko drummers pick up again. And people start dispersing. Medics come out to handle <laughs> all ants. of the, the, the ants, ants and damage and just all of the bad stuff. They're just shooting EpiPen after EpiPen into him to, to try and bring him stabilized. Uh, the Russian is just drinking vodka as it comically comes out of all of yes. the holes. Because, uh, of, of course, that's what happened. Uh, they, they, they've got a psychologist over at Kugo trying to, to help him for... <laughs> Yeah. He was so confident, though, <laughs> for what's been done to his life. And the four of you are are kind of left alone in, in the middle of the courtyard here. I feel like that went pretty well. I don't know. Everything about this stinks to me. They're taking the good, honest fun of karate and corrupting it with evil. I mean, I got to use my aunt, so I'm happy. I'm sorry I dropped all my guns, you guys. <laughs> hey, hey, it's okay. You can't always be perfect. That I looked mean, like too many guns, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, that wasn't all of my guns yet. <laughs> what, well, we could try to get some rest the night before the tournament, or we could do some digging. I think I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Smash cut to... Shovels? Shovels, yeah. <laughs> we are literally We're digging literally holes. on the same page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad I packed these shovels. <laughs> okay. So we'll maybe- get to the bottom of this. <laughs> So Nick Blazer and Brosif are literally digging on a beach as as, as Lenick and Bobby are just watching the sand slowly just fill back in the holes that they're doing because it's a sandy beach. Yep. Um, what, uh, what what do y'all want to do tonight? Man, I would kind of like to talk to the other uh, the other contestants and try to figure out what their reasons are for being here. I think Bobby wants to take Lenick to whatever tiki bar is on this island. Heck yes, and socialize. <laughs> That might be that might be a good way to do what I'm trying to do. Okay. If we you, can get the others at that tiki bar. Do you want to well. come too? Yeah. I think I could probably get all of them to come to this tiki bar, actually. We've made a lot of good progress on this hole though. What is Nick's <laughs> favorite non alcoholic beverage? Uh that would be a Roy Rogers. Good. That's great. Great. I'm sure that's Ronald Reagan's favorite as well. <laughs> Alright, so so the four of you all are going to the tiki bar. 
Okay, which there is a tiki bar on on this side of the island because of course there is. Uh, most of the, uh, the, the the combatants are uh, in bed or otherwise being treated to their wounds. Um, but there is there is one person because you notice when the announcement was made, there's there's four of you and three others were announced, but mm-hmm. no one else was announced. Uh, even though he said that there was eight, uh, and that number's sort of wandering in your mind a little bit. Um, but uh, Kugo is there at the uh, at, at the bar, uh, drowning his sorrows in uh, non-virgin Shirley Temples. I walk right up to Kugo and put my hand on his shoulder and say, Sorry for styling on you, bro. <laughs> it's just like I was the best of an entire like race of people. And there weren't many of us left, and I was supposed to be the one that sort of, like, saved everything, and now, like, I don't know, like, I tried to Bro, go. bro, 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 you don't need all of that, like, glowy stuff and all those shooty fireworks. The strength is inside you, bro. But when every time I believe that, I get all glowy, and now I don't get glowy because I don't believe that. And That's I've eaten, like... 18 of these beans, and it's just making me fat at this point and not healing the actual hole in my heart. Bro, bro, beans will make you gassy, but they won't fill the hole in your heart. It sounds like you need a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Many people have said that about my character, yes. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm psychoanalyzing Goku at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Goku's confidence was shattered. Completely shattered. Okay, it's just, it's, there's the evil tournament, I don't know if y'all realize this, but like, this tournament's, it's evil. What? Right? Dude, it's on an evil island. Literally nothing about this entire situation would have tipped me off to that. Yeah, and like, I don't think that Art Vandelay is like, nice, so I was gonna try and punch him really hard, and now I'm just not sure. So you're on our side. We have to we have to check with the other fighters. Maybe no one that we're fighting has been evil yet so far. Well, there is one fighter we don't know anything about, bro. Who's the eighth mystery fighter? Oh, I thought you meant like one of us hadn't <laughs> properly explored our emotional relationship with the others. Whew. No, dude, that was a close one. We spent all that time <laughs> digging that hole together. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's a flashback to you all digging the hole. <laughs> We're, we're like cheersing pineapple drinks. And You're playing with a little crab that you found. We've developed deep emotional bonds. So if anybody suggests that this is a just a surface level thing that we're doing, they're wrong. Both the physically st- and metaphorically. The stakes are deep and they're emotional. Almost as deep and emotional as the L5R episodes. Or or our uh, or dogs in the vineyard episodes, <laughs> and almost as deep and emotional as that pit we literally dug. <laughs> With that, Kugo seemingly <laughs> out of nowhere goes. But I think what we really need to do is we need to break into the castle and find out what's actually going on. Oh, we should try to get someone on the inside. Yeah, it's okay. I know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where we're going? Yeah, he knows a guy, dude. You know a guy. All right, give me give me the tear. And and for the record, the skill is know somebody. Know somebody. Solid skill, solid tear. All right, describe for me what happens. All right, so I I had an old drinking buddy that I went to business school with, right. and obviously he ended up on Evil Island, right? Uh, as one of the valets. Oh, so he does valet parking of all the evil vehicles. 
Ah, fair, fair, yeah. fair, fair. So he has access to like the hangar bay area and like the boat and the marina and all that stuff. So perfect. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he 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 uh, he, he gets you around. Uh, he, he gets you in the front gate. Uh, as as you all go through, the the front doors open. There's two guards that are immediately there. Another another uh, layer of wooden doors. They open, and then you're like inside the castle. And there's like weirdly like custom buildings that are like you know like four or five feet tall that are just sort of like in all the hallways looks like things that would break really easily if a fight broke out like mm-hmm. that type of, of decoration everywhere uh, just a lot of interesting architecture and uh, but that's as far into the castle as he has permission to get you mm-hmm. uh, so you're in this section there's no one else around uh, what you've got is behind you are the wooden doors that you just came in there's doors to the left Doors to the right, and a staircase right in front of you. One goes up, one goes down. And here I am, stuck in the middle with you. No. <laughs> Looks like it's time to skate or die, bro. <laughs> Where do we want to go? The decision is already made for Nick. Uh, Nick pops his skateboard out and immediately does a 50-50 grind down uh, the stairs going down. Are we all following? Lenick is going to just bust into the doors to the left. <laughs> Lenix going to the left. Uh, Nick Blazer's going down. I mean, Nick and I have a bond, so I'm going to follow him. Mm-hmm. Broseph is going down. Bobby. I'm going to, in the most professional manner possible, and while loudly singing my own theme song, I am going to take out my hip pistol and approach the right-hand doors opposite from Lenick in the using using my field experience. Okay. So, we just total splitting of the party. Perfect plan. Hell yeah. Uh, let, nothing could go wrong. Nothing could go wrong. Let, let's start in the left as the, the door busts open and Lena Gilo, uh, a, a creature that I can't even possibly picture in my mind, uh, <laughs> enters and, uh, Lena, <laughs> <laughs> as you enter, uh, you're immediately in the kitchen. Uh, they are prepping a whole bunch of food there. You see, there's probably a dozen workers that are, that are preparing food. They all sort of look up as you enter and then just sort of immediately look back down to their food and continue chopping their various vegetables. Okay. Well, nothing to see here. (laughs) Walk back out. You're not going to cook a perfect ham? (laughs) I mean, that's very tempting. That could be considered a character flaw. He he probably walks over to the fridge just to see what's there, and lo and behold, on the shelf in front of him is a ham. Mm. Mm. So I think he'll, yeah, he'll get involved. He's going to get gonna that get ham involved. out, and he's going to start baking that ham. Uh, as as Lenik, you're working on baking that ham, one of the things that you do see on the wall, though, is there is a shipping manifesto mm. that says that tomorrow morning a, myster- a shipment is coming in, and under contents it says mysterious. Oh. Camera pans over to Bobby, who is going out the right door. Geographic right. Uh, very, very cautiously, you open it up. The door opens up to the back side of the island, which you haven't seen yet. There's a meticulous garden uh, that has been planted there, and there's a pathway that goes around to the very far back side of the island. You can't see exactly where that path ends because the ground sort of has an elevated raise to it, and it goes down behind that elevated raise along the beach somewhere. Uh, I'm going to follow that path. You're walking down that path. You go around, you go around, and you're immediately face-to-face with two guards. Uh, like, you can't be here. <laughs> right? And they, like, confer with, like, yeah, no, it's no, <laughs> no. But, yeah, you can't. We're supposed to be here so that you're not here. Like, you can't <laughs> be here. 
But like, so are you like doing something that makes it so I can't be here? I really don't want to, if I'm being honest. Like, what are you talking about, though? Like, I think you have to go back or else Art's going to yell at us. So, like, either we have to get rough with you, which typically doesn't end well for us, if we're being honest. We've done this cycle a couple times. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you see where I'm at. Um, so if you could just, like, walk back, then we wouldn't have to get hurt. So I have a better idea. And she reaches into her pocket, and I'm going to use the skill Too Many Toys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> Wait, what I kind am, of toys? Yes, I am terrified yes. of what's coming out of Palomi's mouth next. But make the tear. Oh, the first sweet, time merciful I've Jesus. ever been rooting against a player, but it's out of my hands. All right, all right, okay. It has to be that skill. Has to be that skill. I fucked myself. Yeah. Guys, look at your skills <laughs> and where they are before you make a tear. I didn't write them properly, but I'm tearing properly. <laughs> Oh, that looks like a good tear. Bingo. All right. Tell me what happens. So she reaches into her pocket and takes something that, takes something out that is very appealing to both of these guards. We just do a double speak the whole time. Is this where this is going? I don't know why you put this on the sheet if we're just going <laughs> to tap dance around this. I mean, do you not want me to? <laughs> Because I don't have to. <laughs> don't tap dance. Tell us what it is. Okay. All right. So she takes uh, two pairs of handcuffs. Mm-hmm. They have little black fuzz around it. Right. And she hooks both of them in her two different fingers and like swirls them around lasso style. And she's like, we could just do something else. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and we get the classic 80s, like the two of them look at each other like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bow, bow. <laughs> and, and the camera cu- cuts away for a minute to, I, I assume majestic peacocks, uh, just for a minute before it comes back. And Bobby Brown is walking down the path unimpeded now. And then the camera cuts over to the two of them that are clearly handcuffed to something. And then they look at each other and go like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point out, Jim, watch me put this skill on my sheet, and I think his idea and my idea, while we were both excited about it, were wildly, wildly different. different. <laughs> <laughs> Significant different thought processes. Camera cuts over to uh, the stairs going down and the sick grind that is being happened by Nick Blazer. Uh, yeah! As Nick Blazer and Brosif get to the bottom of the staircase, uh, it is clearly some sort of underground tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is stone, stone walls, stone floors, stone ceilings. It's completely dark down there, though. You can't see anything. Uh, indicating your skateboard, uh, I turn to you and I say, I'm so glad President Reagan made that not a crime, bro. <laughs> Me too. I love to live in the land of the free and hate this evil island. <laughs> <laughs> We should go into the darkness, but I'm warning you, it'll probably be pretty tough for your skateboard if you can't see where you're going. Yeah, we should probably remove our sunglasses. <laughs> we both take our sunglasses off. <laughs> do you all have any appropriate skills to handle the darkness, though? Uh, uh, yeah, I do, actually. Really? I have uh, probably the perfect skill to handle the darkness. Th- this is oddly, just as a note, this is oddly one that seemingly stumps groups because they have obnoxious, ridiculous powers, and then they have nothing to turn the lights oh, on. Oh, Jim, 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 Jim. I underestimated you, D'Amato. My again. skill is Dracula hunting. <laughs> 
and Dracula hunting could not be more perfect for seeing in the dark. I can't say anything. Like, you're right. When you're right, you're right. That's extremely good. This dark hallway is exactly like the dark hallways I'd have to walk down back in my Dracula hunting days when I was eight. I'm really glad that you had the skill for this because I ripped up too much of overconfidence. <laughs> uh, my next overconfident go-to. your way yeah. through the darkness. Nick, Nick reaches into his pocket and pulls out just like a lit torch. Like just a full of course. Yeah. Lit, lit torch that you would hunt a Dracula with. And I think... Perfect. Fantastic. I did, I did use a good portion of Dracula hunting for that one, so we got to <laughs> make this torch count. I hope no one else is a uh, Dracula no here. Draculas. Uh, there was a person named Vlad, so <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be disappointed if that's what we're hoping for, pranks. Okay, uh, so you, you, you've got the you've got the lit torches. Uh, mm. You can now see the path goes to your left and it goes to your right. Mm. Oh boy, two paths. Let's two take of the us. let's take the one less traveled by. Robert Frost. Uh, and I'm gonna. We could sit here and deliberate which one to go, which way to go all day. Right. But one of my skills is solves mysteries. So I love it. Wow. <laughs> what a great. That's that's solid. That's solid. We don't have any more mystery story about. So. Okay. Um. Yes. You you solve the mystery and and through your your deduction, I'm picturing just like numbers and just oh, yeah. pi and. Uh, I do a dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb Sherlock thing. Yes. And, like, <laughs> and you're like, yes. If we would have just looked to our left, we would have seen that there were just doors down there, and the only interesting thing, therefore, can be to the right. Uh. So you all travel to the right by torchlight, and as you come around the corner, you are in a room. It is empty. It's also stone walls, stone floors, stone ceilings. Uh, it's a much bigger room, though. There's two metal spikes drilled down into the floor, and there's scrape marks all over the stone floor. Camera pans back upstairs. Lenik, you have... Tell me about your... <laughs> I've baked the perfect ham. You have baked the perfect ham. It's beautiful. I have it on a tray with presentation and everything. I'm still wearing an apron. It's got and... those gorgeous pineapples on it. Oh, that. yeah. Oh. oh, it's got everything. Cherries. I've got utensils for it. I have some little plates. I've got everything on a tray. And all I need to do now is find my friends to share it. <laughs> 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 and true to campaign, yeah. Lenick is playing his own game. Yes. <laughs> so, Lenick. You're getting ready to walk out and share this. Yes. And then one of the other cooks, um, there's just too many of them, but one of the other cooks uh, comes up to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, God Franks, for laughing. <laughs> one of the other cooks comes up to you. He's like, oh, you, you've got the main dish ready. Art's been waiting for it upstairs. you got to go upstairs and give it to him. Oh, boy, that's tempting, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll use a skill. Oh yeah, I was about to say because he's gonna try and force you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make my way out of there because I'm an escape artist. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. Oh God. (sighs) Looks good. Nice. Solid. Okay, so explain to me how 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 you escape artist out of this. I'm just gonna kick him in the nads and run out the door. (laughs) 
like an escape artist. <laughs> and when they look out the door to try to find me, I'm gone. <laughs> Leaning makes a perfect escape. <laughs> Camera. Composure. Whew, this is one shot. We gotta be professional, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Composure. All right. Back out to the beach. Bobby Brown, you have incapacitated the guards in yep. your own unique style. That's what we'll call it. That's what we'll call it. You get around to the backside where you couldn't see before, where the path ends. Uh-huh. There is a large. We're done with the guards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I get it. <laughs> we already have Lenick. We don't need to go full dumpster bond. It's like <laughs> we already did. <laughs> I cuffed them, Jim. I fucking cuffed them. What are you doing here, Palomi? It's the question of the night. All right, all around back. There's a dock. There's no boats there. Much larger dock there than what you saw in the front. There's also two giant metal doors. They appear to be locked. The doors would go underground. So the doors are where in relation to the dock? Yeah, so if you came around the path, it sort of like comes around the curvature of the island. Mm-hmm. As you come around, the metal doors were on your left that would go like inside to underneath the island. So the like dock- they're in the rock. Exactly. Okay. Docks are on your right. Okay, gotcha. I mean, I'm going to go... For those metal doors, because I'm not seeing anything at the dock. They are locked. Sure, sure. I mean, I had those cuffs, you guys. So I had to have a way to unlock them. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It does require another tear of the skill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, no, I just had a really stupid idea. Now we're drawing the line. (laughs) This is the moment. Congrats on having the first stupid idea yeah. of this session, oh, Bologna. Okay. Okay. Forget the luck and the keys and all of okay. that. She reaches into her pocket again. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And pulls out what the ladies in the audience will recognize as a Turbo, (laughs) which can only be described as probably one of the best products for this particular use on the market. Uh, This is sponsored by Turbo. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It has. Power Rangers Turbo, I really need to talk to Riley about because it seems like it's a very different thing than I was originally (laughs) thinking. Bellamy, I have an important question. How many speeds? Um, All of them? Great. <laughs> All of them. Resonance frequency vibrator sounds like a good skill. Reaches Sorry. into her other pocket, takes out some duct tape, and tapes this to where the lock lock mechanism on these doors is. Sets it all the way up to the fastest speed and calmly walks away. Give, give me a tear of the skill, and, and this is still the, the too many toys? Is that what this is? This is too many toys, too many Jim. Toys. Clearly, <laughs> you came to this particular mission with way too many toys. Very good toys, though. <laughs> I love that I have Mel's approval. Everyone else at this table is shaking their goddamn heads. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sacrificing one of my other skills for this oh, shit, dude. I think Fuck it's it. appropriate. It's worth it. Okay, 
Give me, give me the outcome. So the thing about this particular model is that it didn't sell very well because it had one major design flaw. And it's after five minutes of the highest speed setting, it has a tendency to explode oh my spectacularly. Goodness, no. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I can it does. see that being... <laughs> Maybe we don't... Don't encourage her. <laughs> Wait a second. Because he already encouraged me. <laughs> so the plastic breaks, shatters, and the cooling mechanism, the coolant that goes into this turbo comes out, freezes over the lock entirely, and Bobby walks up to it nonchalantly, casually, just consummate professional, and kicks those doors open. Absolutely. They swing open, and you're looking at a large stone hallway as we go back into the room with the two metal spikes and the scrape marks on the floor. <laughs> Wonderfully free of sex toys. I'm stressing Jim out, and I'm so happy. <laughs> Mr. Blazer. Brosif. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa. This looks a lot like the death traps that would be in Dracula's mansion back in my Dracula hunting days. How did Bobby get here? <laughs> is there, oh, hi, Bobby. Is there still she a buzzing a- noise from the door? Because that thing's still... For the rest of the game. Hey, yes. Bobby, do you want to explain in detail how you got here? <laughs> hey, Nick, how old are you? 18. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yesterday was my birthday in fiction. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. Can can Lena just pop up behind them and be like, oh, happy birthday. <laughs> yes, absolutely. With the ham. With the ham. Happy birthday, ham. I, sure. Yep, absolutely. Great. He can. Birthday Lena ham. pops up. Day the after Bobby. birthday, ham. Classic tradition. <laughs> I brought candles. <laughs> There's candles. That's great. Candle. I'll light them with this torch. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, we make our own fun (laughs) I'm really glad we didn't get around to any kung fu so while we're eating this ham I'm explaining in excruciating detail how exactly I came to be in this very tunnel okay so the four of you all are in this back room eating eating full of ham Full of ham. Full eating of ham. Very good ham. Post-birthday celebratory ham. Bro, you crushed this ham. Thank you. Learning a lot of life lessons to Nick Blazer right now. And there's nothing else in this room to look at. Oh, come on. You hunted Dracula. That can't be the first time you've seen handcuffs. I mean, yeah. First time ever I've seen handcuffs. And the concept really makes sense as an invention now. <laughs> They really rushed my FBI training. <laughs> Handcuffs were a foreign concept to me before this moment. <laughs> Did you watch no TV growing up? Too busy working on my karate. <laughs> All right. So what is what is the team's game plan? Because. Oh. Theoretically, we're still conducting an investigation slash martial arts tournament. Mm-hmm. 
Can you describe this room one more time? Lenick just got here. Lenick just got here. Absolutely. Lenick asked that question to the camera and the camera answers apparently. Uh, so what we have is it is a, about a 15 square room, about an eight foot ceiling. It's stone walls, stone floor, stone ceilings. Right in the middle of the room, there's two spikes that stick up probably about two feet from the ground that have been hammered down into the stone. And then there's these scrape marks all over the stone floor in this room. But, uh, looks like something big is usually here. Something scraping the floor. Bobby's gonna look up above the spikes. Is there any sort of chink in the texture there? (laughs) I have no idea where you're going with this question, but no, it is just a solid stone surface. Cool, just wanted to check, right? Boy, I really shut my water early in that Saul's Mysteries thing, didn't I? <laughs> you, you sure have no did. More of that? Oh yeah, no, I ripped. I ripped. You the tore off. every single letter. <clears throat> wow, there would be no only one mystery on the Evil Island. We all learned a lesson today. <laughs> um, well, because this is a confusing death trap, and again, as I established, death traps are a huge part of Dracula hunting. Right. It's it's essentially exactly like the video game Castlevania that I'm very good at, which is why I was tapped to be a Dracula hunter by a secret order of Dracula hunters. That's a separate thing. I was adopted to a lot of different societies due to my video gaming skills. This is a pilot for the Nick Blazer television show, which would be very good. I'm going to begin my tear now. Uh-oh, James. Oh, boy. Oh, James. Oh, boy. Go with a bold strategy on the tear here. Oh, no. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Okay. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Just enough to cover the thing. (laughs) Solid. 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 And I've still got Dracul, so. (laughs) Great. If I need to hunt more Draculas, I can do it. Okay. Uh, yes, after, after careful investigation, you, you, you realize that, that the pieces are starting to come together and that these spikes are only, only manufactured in one part of the world and they're only manufactured for one purpose and that is they attach giant chains to those easy palomi they attach giant (laughs) chains to those (laughs) to hold guard komodo dragons oh it's the only purpose those are manufactured for just like the kind dracula uses (laughs) dracula uses uh, yes, so clearly, at some points, they have guard Komodo dragons in here protecting something, but there's nothing in here and no Komodo dragons. Hmm. This is odd. That means there's a rare animal on this island somewhere. A rare animal with a venomous bite. Do you think we're going to have to fight the Komodo dragons? But there's two of them. There's only one eighth combatant. Maybe they turn into one larger dragon. Like a double dragon. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely... I'm familiar with that sort of thing. From the arcade, a video game called Double Dragons. But that was more of a metaphorical thing. This is very literal. Again, not a foreign concept to me. But without having watched TV, video games being my only cultural input, it's a strange concept that I'm getting used to. What did you find out? I cooked a ham. Oh, uh... (laughs) A delicious hand. <laughs> I did see this clipboard. I don't know if it's important. Okay. All right. Well, we don't... <laughs> Wait a minute. This could be one of Lenik's confidence issues. He's got a few of those. Lenik. Yeah. 
What was it? Run it by us in case it's important. <sighs> it wasn't like much. It was a list. I think it was like a manifest of shipments coming into the castle. Oh, there is a marina here. I There's guess there was like docks one- right behind me. Oh, oh, I guess it's connected then. Probably. Cool. Um, I'm really glad you said something. I, I think there was like one thing on the list. It probably wasn't important, but I guess I'll just say it anyway. There's like a mystery shipment coming Really shouldn't have torn that skill. Tomorrow. <laughs> it was a solid skill, it was. It's probably unrelated. I mean, I assume as much, but you know, I figure. Wait, hold on, hold on. I think I know how to figure this out. I went to business school. And in and this is a shipping manifest. This is a shipping manifest. And I, based on business school and that class I took uh, on evil accounting, right. I can figure out exactly, well, I guess in business school you just call it accounting. Um, <laughs> you, I can figure out exactly what you need to ship to this evil island at regular intervals. Mm, fair, 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 fair. So I'm going to start the tear. Start the tear. Mm, that's you broke like use. a lot of. Oh, that's I'm gonna give it to you, but well, I can tear. You get a thing. warning. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, yes. So what? Um, what? What you can deduce uh, through your your remembering your classes in evil accounting or just accounting, um, which is a wonderful joke, uh, and only makes it worse if someone calls it out as a wonderful joke. <laughs> the. Um, you're not entirely sure what exactly that they're shipping, but you would know this. Anytime they ship a mysterious shipment, someone has to know when they've received that mysterious shipment. Someone has to sign for it, bro. Someone has to sign for it, and what are they, they don't have a clue what it is if it's mysterious. So they have to keep a couple examples of those mysterious shipments somewhere, presumably with the main guy. So they can check whether or not the goods are conforming. Exactly. So you figure whatever they're shipping... Probably Art has a couple copies of it. This makes sense. Hmm. I guess, you know, the only direction we haven't gone in this castle is up the stairs. Wait a minute. I think I have a way of getting around all of this. Oh, God. I'll just call my attorney. Is that a skill? (laughs) That is a skill. (laughs) God damn it. Nick Placer has an attorney. <laughs> he has an attorney. <laughs> just have an attorney. Um, so yeah, he's going to call his attorney and, okay. and see if his attorney can maybe like uh, file something. <laughs> Franks, you can help me out with this. Sure, file something because I'm also I'm also a legal professional. Is there anything that I can file to request uh, evidence from the shipping company? You can file an extremely expedited injunction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just we'll just leave it as an extremely expedited right. injunction. And uh, attorneys who listen to one shot, chill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the core demo right there, uh, isn't it? A character named Nick Blazer, teen FBI, <laughs> uh, absolutely is going to be able to file. Oh, what a what a great tear! <laughs> is going to be able to file an expedited injunction. Okay, so what is it you're exactly trying to get from this? So uh, I am going to. Call my attorney, Pranks Paul. Okay. Pranks, I need you to file an injunction uh, so that we can request uh, a description of an item that would have had to go through customs out to an evil island. Well, I'm four years old, and I'm a baby attorney. That's right. This is the 80s. (laughs) 
And of course, a teen would be represented by a baby. Wait, so this is the 80s? I'm three years old. And I just, attorney. Got, I just got my law degree yesterday. But I think I can do what you're looking for. Um, let me use this phone toy that my parents gave me. Uh, and he uses it to call the judge. Uh, right. And uh, he has the judge basically look into the records of the public filings of Vandalay Industries. Right. And uh, when the judge uh, comes back with the information, because uh, Pranks Paul knows a guy as right. a baby, right. uh, baby attorney, uh, Jim, you can you can drop whatever info. <laughs> yes, uh, what the, the the report that that finally comes back to you after the, the, this grueling ten minutes of of, of expedited uh, information <laughs> here um, fills the four of you with shock and horror. <gasps> no, because you found out what they've been shipping in and out. Which is crates and crates of illegally copied VHS tapes that you all do remember from your FBI training has an FBI warning that says each and every one of those is a $250,000 crime. You are looking at $4.6 billion in crime. Brosif kicks a rock so hard he nearly stubs his toe. He's so angry. (laughs) I'll bet they use drugs and alcohol, too. (laughs) So we have our evidence, (laughs) which could have been done from the office, apparently. (laughs) We're all being real for a minute. This is exactly everybody. Haven't you always watched an action movie go, why hasn't he called his attorney? The attorney could have handled this. Act two of blood sports, exactly. Apparently, my a three year old yeah. could have solved this. <laughs> Literally. Three year old pranks Paul, toddler attorney, right after Nick Blazer, teen FBI. <laughs> Just filling out NBC's fall lineup. This is this the spin off pranks Paul baby at law. <laughs> <laughs> you all have the evidence. There's only one thing that left to have done win the tournament. <laughs> no. No, that's. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about here? Why did we come to this island? <laughs> I mean, there is a juicy tournament on the table. I don't necessarily want to walk away from it. We do have, we have uncovered a billion dollar major crime. And something about my FBI training is telling me that that might be a good thing to follow. You know what, Miss Brown? You are the senior investigator here. It's true. <laughs> what should we do? She thinks about it for like an excessively long and amount of like time. And there's like math. Absolutely. But it's like, it's trig. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and she comes to a conclusion, puts her hands on her hips, and very authoritatively says, I think we call this into the chief and finish this tournament. That's, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shoot. That sounds like a good Sunday to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've ran this scenario probably 14 times. <laughs> Some people have followed through the tournament from the beginning. Some have gone to do investigations. This is the first ever that we have completed the investigation, and now we're going back to the tournament. We 
hey, we ran into some people who look like that tournament was going to fulfill them emotionally, and I can't let them down. Not me, Nick Blazer, Teen FBI. Oh, okay. Oh my God! I'm real worried about that Kugo felon. What I did to him? Exactly. <laughs> if Kugo hey, doesn't look, who's the eighth fighter? I have to know. I do too. Honestly, it's killing me. <laughs> and if we don't find out, you guys might not be the only people who get killed. We have to do this for the world. <laughs> <laughs> Jim has broken. He is resetting. <laughs> and night passes to morning. Yes. <laughs> and after presumably a good night rest, everyone is awake and back in the courtyard. <laughs> a tournament. A very important tournament is about to begin. <laughs> Once again, all the taiko drummers are out front. They're doing their thing. They pick up and suddenly stop, and the big wooden doors open. Art, slowly with his cane, walks back out. Standing next to him is Princess, the seven-foot-tall black woman. Still looking at everything, her eyes fixed specifically on four individual combatants. Who's she looking at? <laughs> How is she looking at all four of them at the same time? <laughs> Can I? I want to shoot a wink at her. <laughs> she can't see you. She's looking at four other people. I can't tell who they are. She catches it. She catches excellent, it. Excellent. Excellent. I'm going to tap out real quick. Please put me with Kugo if this is a thing that can happen. <laughs> if she's fighting, can you put me with her? Where we're going. Great. I'm about all to right, fucking pivot on you one last Back time. <laughs> Back in. I don't know if I can handle it. Okay. I don't know if there I can handle it. There have been a couple pivots for oh. Jim already. <laughs> There's been a couple turns on this one. Oh, God. This morning, we will start the first rounds of the tournament. In order to expedite this and get this over with so I can figure out which one of you will help me run my empire, we will have the first four fights all happen at the same time. Bold strategy. As I am the only judge and my eyesight is not very good, it will it will be fun. Good times. Head by all. The four first combats will be Bobby Brown versus Kugo. Kugo kind of like walks up. Hey. <laughs> Bobby Brown nods very professionally. I'm terrified. Uh... <laughs> Terrified. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nick Blazer will fight Vladimir. You're mine, Vlad. <laughs> he picks back up the American flag, throws it down again, and stomps on it. That's so disrespectful. Lenik <laughs> <laughs> Gilo versus uh, Princess. Yes. And she steps down and squares off. Hey, hi, Lena Gilo. <laughs> We're out of ham this morning. Oh, that's too bad. Would you know anything about that? <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Missing two pineapples. <laughs> Shipping manifesto. Uh, 
what? No, I left that where it was. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's just the other incompetence then. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. That's that, fair. that wasn't me. It goes back to a stern look. (laughs) And Brosif versus D. Toyota. What's up, dude? I am in so much pain right now. And he is still just swollen (laughs) everywhere from ants. (laughs) I'm terrified. Fight! I am so prepared. We're saving whatever this bundle of crazy is over here. Let's do mine, because I feel like I can get this out of the way real quick. Get it out of the way real quick. He immediately starts charging. His hands are, like, really slow. Like, one up here, yeah, one down right. here. He's yeah, not yeah. even doing it very fast. Right, yeah. right. Uh, I, like, step, you know, kind of out of the way of the hands, and I say, Hang on, dude. You don't look too good. And I don't know why you're here, but it can't be because you got a lot of options. Uh, I, out of my pocket, produce my, like, business school degree, because, like, I always have that in my pocket. And I say, I'm going to try and make you a deal. I don't know if they have Coke, where you're from, but uh, Coke is about to roll out with a new product, and it's going to be a huge success. Like, huge. And I have a really hot tip. And if you're willing to throw this fight and just come quietly... I'll give you, like, so much equity before Coke launches its new product that I have on very good authority is going to be an amazing success. You see, his eye, give me, what, what, what is the skill that we're using? I went to business school. You went to business school, clearly. <laughs> yes. A lot of people in that organization that time did, too. Oof. Huge tear. But uh, he, he weighs it over in his mind. He looks to his left. He looks to his right, face plants right down on the dirt. Ow. Uh, Nick Blazer, Vladimir, standing across from you. He's not messing up again this time. He's waiting for you to make the first move. Well, what you didn't count on, Vladimir, is that I would see through your ruse. Vladimir, where did I hear that name? <laughs> And of course, I connected the dots perfectly. You're not Vladimir. You're not Vladimir, vaguely Russian communist themed antagonist in a kung fu movie. You're Vlad Tepish, also known as Dracula. <laughs> and because the tear was successful and the GM has to make this work. He spins his hat around, and it goes from the Russian symbol to... Does, does he have a symbol? Does, it's a bat. It's a bat, yes. Yes, he spins it around from the Russian symbol to the bat. The fangs produce. Wings come out, apparently. And you have gotten your dream. Yeah, what you didn't count on. It's daytime, idiot. And he just immediately starts bursting into flames and melting. He's trying to hide underneath the American flag down, and it's just not working. Oh, God. As I, he explodes in a pile of dust. Is it Buffy rules? Do we, do we dust? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buffy I've rules. defeated him again. But for how long? <laughs> Till they make Castlevania 3. Over. I'm scared. She's already holding the paper. Princess, standing across from you, leaning. 
Uh, I want to hit on her. I want to. I want to pacify her with my sheer sexuality. Is what is? Is oh, there a skill? Boy. Oh, there is a skill, and Lenik <laughs> oh, no. is very well known for it. It's dick for days. Dick for days. <laughs> That's, that's a large that's piece. Large piece. <laughs> yeah. A large piece. I mean, a piece for days. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I'm making it describe for me what occurs here, okay? You've been egging this on the whole time. Why would it have a tentacle? <laughs> you, you've obviously seen some strange things here on Evil Island, and it might surprise you to find out that I'm actually not from here. I'm I'm an alien, technically speaking, uh, from your perspective. Um, <laughs> but you know, I I find you Her to be eyes just keep drifting downward. She can't not. Sorry, go ahead. She uh, yeah, she's definitely like scanning him over. Like, oh yeah, you are an alien. He's like, look, uh, I think you're really hot, and I've got something you might be interested in. Zipper drops. Huge, just wow. rolls out, rolls across <laughs> the sand, yeah. dick for days. Rolls all the way down to that pit that we dug, and it's still oh, going yeah. down oh that pit. God. Isn't it? It's sinking into the sand. <laughs> <laughs> She's enchanted. She. How could she not be? <laughs> she gives a curt nod. Great. She looks on over to Art. Uh, this round of combat's moving different location. <laughs> she, she does the head nod for you towards the door, and you all go into the castle. Sounds good. And the door's closed. Out to... I gotta pull the dick through the yeah. door. <laughs> There's Reeling just a it slow... In. Slide. You really should have, like, a fishing rod system. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Okay. Kugo. Hey, Jim. Is, I don't do it. Should I even talk? Because Kugo is facing off against you, Bobby Brown. What happens? So, Bobby Brown, finishing move, reaches into her pocket again and pulls out a action figure of Kugo. Oh. He put. She puts her arm around Kugo's shoulder and. Speaks in a very low, comforting tone. Look, I know your confidence took a little bit of a hit last night, and that really sucks. We've all been there. But, and she like hands the action figure to him. This is evidence that there are a lot of people out there who really care about you, and they want you to be the hero that you are. What skill are we using? Too many toys. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to recover his confidence. Okay, let's do it. I was not the turn I was expecting. She Uh, zigged when you expected it to zag. That's very true. Got a zag on him. That's that's a solid tear. Kugo's heart is welling up. He sees that there's plenty of kids all around that have his action figures. Mm -hmm. And that just as easily as his action... Hang on, wait, there are kids at this tournament? Their kid's watching. Their kid's watching. Okay. At home on television. Eighty percent pixelation of the screen. Oh, okay, it television. Uh, Excellent. And just as it's easily to transfer and flip the head around so that it goes from black hair to blonde hair, mm-hmm. he too can easily that transform 
and his hair just sort of softly goes back to the, the, the yellow state glowing that it is. And he puts both his arms up in the sky, sort of stretching. I don't think we should fight. I don't either. No, I, I think I think there's no need for us to combat. He just keeps his arms held just like this, straight up. There's just no need. Like, we could just <laughs> stay just like this for even three, four more minutes. Mm. Be great. <laughs> wow, it seems like you guys have really worked it out over there. That's great. Yeah, it really He's does, really doesn't showing it? showing a lot of spirit. Man, my energy <laughs> just took a real dip. <laughs> Anyone else feel like a small Man, amount of their energy? Probably just is, your potassium intake. Just, Nothing to worry about. I feel a little drained. Nope, just <laughs> potassium. That's just your potassium. <laughs> and ding! Aha! You have fallen into my trap. <laughs> and I have been secretly gathering energy above you. <laughs> as you all look to the sky and see a giant blue orb of energy. Oh, God. That is, is that now more that orb nonsense from earlier? <laughs> it is now shooting down at you, Bobby Brown. Oh, no! <laughs> I, think, I feel like this tournament is kind of canceled. Uh, yeah! Yeah, it was! It was called the crime! It was done! But I, know, I think there's a way to win this tournament. <laughs> I hate how? everything about those two sentences. You know exactly you how? I know exactly how. I mean, if we're being honest, I already won. <laughs> I'm going to do one last thing. One last thing. And as this energy comes pouring down on top of me, mm-hmm. I collapse to the ground. But there's a really good shot of the sand in my hand shooting out and latching on to this man's ankle. I'm going to use ants one last time. One last time. (laughs) Give me the ants. And what happens is this swarm of ants you see come up. Two of their little legs on each of them held skyward. (laughs) As they all draw energy from the giant orb in the sky into themselves. And a million little energy balls fly at Kugo. And he just evaporates. Kugo, you are meant for such greater things. Only if you didn't bother with that stupid energy nonsense. <laughs> I'm honestly kind of pissed because that was one of my favorite toys. Yeah, that's totally gone. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that was your preferred. Gone. Just based on theme. Okay. <laughs> Great. Wait, so we've uh, we've all beaten our opponents. Yes, and now we must move to the next stage of the tournament. The victors, please. Follow me. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> we follow him. I'm still busy. As you all, yeah, we're, I'm still busy. Oh, we're <laughs> you all enter the castle. This is the first time you all have seen anything as great as this. This wonderful architecture. I designed most of it myself. Yes, I may surprise you. I'm an architect. <gasps> what? It's just it's Art Vandelay, an architect? I would have pegged you as an importer-exporter. <laughs> just based on looks. And without any more Seinfeld bits, we will move upstairs. <laughs> and you all walk up uh, to the second floor. And it's even more lavish and even more prestigious. Wow. And it's, it, it, it is, well, the four at this point. Uh, Bobby Brown, Nick Blazer, Brosif. And 
Art Vandalive. What? Shouldn't there? There was eight? Shouldn't there be four? They're busy. And all of a sudden, the door at the end of the hallway on this level just opens up. Princess kind of leans out. Yeah, he won. (laughs) 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 And Lenik, you come presumably striding back out. Oh, yeah. Very good mood. Smile on my face. So, these are the four winners, quote unquote. No, I definitely won. We all won. (laughs) Winners. Yes. Uh, next part, part two of the tournament. Part two is also last part of the tournament. Mm -hmm. Uh, four way, fight to the death. You four, go, go, don't break any of the stuff in the hallway, please. I'm afraid that's where you're wrong. Because you're being sued for slander. (laughs) (laughs) Those scare quotes that you put around winners is an affront to my reputation and brand. And could do serious harm to me here and internationally. <laughs> I believe that piece should be enough. Uh. Fear <laughs> grips Art Man Lie. <laughs> because he knows you have the upper hand. <laughs> I used attorney, by the way, for the people playing at home. Oh, yes. I love that there were skills that we just gravitated towards. So, he only has one course of action. He turns around and he runs upstairs. (laughs) And he slams the door and you hear a click. He's up another level. Uh, He's running scared. I'm going to run up to those doors and I'm going to break them open with my buns of steel. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Buns of steel. Absolutely. Slam that door right open. Oh, man. The the buns hit. The doors explode (laughs) open. And there is a scared old man (laughs) that is shaking in the back of the room. Well, I really expected your endgame to be a little bit more thought out. <laughs> he's he's trying to get his lawyer. Can't get him on the phone. <laughs> or is he like in a vault with all the tapes? <laughs> Apparently we still care about consistency, so... <laughs> Yes, there, there, there is one box of VHS tapes. What? What? <laughs> one box. It's one. One box. <laughs> <laughs> it's a PS. I'm in a bit of a rough spot. Not gonna lie. Seems like the four of you perhaps know each other, maybe, yes. Seem to be working together, not doing the whole death thing. Your mistake was hiring an adult as a lawyer. (laughs) Boy, honestly, your mistake was probably trying to rip off Sister Act. This movie... (laughs) (laughs) Any any more witty critiques of my empire? Forever is composed of now. Emily Dickinson. Well, I guess this is pretty much the end of the road. I feel like 
We went to go to jail for a long period of time. Not for all the people that I murdered, but for VHS tapes. Oh, wait, I have one last weapon on my sleeve. And he presses the big giant red button that says Island Self-Destruct. 30, 29, 28 okay. starts flashing. The ground starts rumbling. I have an escape artist skill. I mean, that's a really good skill for that. Make it happen. Describe for me. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's exactly how Lena got to the island. Like, just outside of that window, just below, is the ship that he got here in. And Lenix from space, so it's a spaceship. That's <laughs> it's a spaceship. He's got a like a little ship that he took with yeah, something that of course a small yeah. yeah. So he's gonna dive out the window with his escape artist skills, right. get in the cockpit, and as he gets up to the level of the window, everybody else jumps in and we take off. So Lenix is actually saving people. He's not just running back to space himself. No, it's like... I think he's saving other people. I feel like we still need to escape so that there's a thrilling conclusion. Right. Okay, yeah. but okay. it's up to you whether or not you want to drag this dude with you. Do you want him to face justice or face the explosion? Island explosion. He's got to face justice. I mean, I agree. And I think we need to follow... Due process with this too. Oh, what about Princess? She was great. Oh, she was leaning in, <laughs> in outer space. Oh man, she was great. She was great. Okay, Lenik has escaped. Uh, we, we, we still have Nick Blazer, Brosif, and Bobby Brown. Y'all are still on the exploding island. I didn't hear him. Y'all go with him. Oh, I couldn't take them with me? You're you're like just flying just right outside the window, and they're all still deciding. We should also have to solve If they want to be problem. part oh, of the FBI okay. <laughs> and do perhaps the FBI can thing. I take, if I'm not taking them with, can I take Princess then? Does Escape Artist help you get Princess with you? Or do you have anything else? Um... Professional stuntman? I stunted my way. <laughs> sure, why not? Way. It's not like I'm saying no at this point. <laughs> Good enough. So, the, 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 I'm just picturing it like you set off the explosion somehow and she jumps out of the wall and lands on the spaceship Perfect. out there. Yes. Yeah, I want to take her with. Lenik and Princess fly off. We're, we're out of here. Out of there. The island shaking. Because puberty's just started for me. I'm not going to be able to grab him alone. I need you two to help, which makes this the most dangerous trick I've ever attempted. <laughs> he invites you onto his skateboard, and I'm going to... And the to skill is... Skateboarding. Skateboarding. Solid. Um, so I have them both on my skateboard, and we're going forward <laughs> to chase this guy down as the island is falling apart around us. Absolutely. Just everywhere. The, the, the walls are caving in and collapsing. The three of you are on that skateboard somehow. Uh, you're about to go up. We need help from the other two, though, because somehow he he's still... Art is very elusive, and he is dodging all your attempts to grab him, and there's a wall that's about to fall down on all well, of I you. I can't okay. grab him. I'm too busy skateboarding. <laughs> okay, so there are a bunch of servants and stuff like that in the castle that are running away. Absolutely. Uh, thankfully, one of them is an old business school buddy of mine who I went to school with. His entire staff appears to be made up of brown, class of 81. Uh, so... They all got jobs on Evil Island, okay, so yep, yep. I'm going to tear off Know Somebody. 
Um, and so what are the rules for... Do I just tear off, like... Still same rules? Okay. okay don't don't use it. Yeah, lift oh. it up. You can't move your hands after you start the tear, but you can, like, shift them and turn them. There you go. All right. Oh, boy. Solid. Yep. Okay. Uh, are, you, are you using them as, as bodies to stop the rubble from yeah. falling on top of you? Yeah. Not oh, the no. answer I thought that that was in that <laughs> one. Oh, no, no, no. There was an option B. I was using them as bodies to grab Art Vandalay and stop okay, him. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, 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 Boy. Your, your school buddies grab him, uh, hop on the back. Now there's about 14 of you on the skateboard. Uh, you, we just Hold get- together, baby. <laughs> Hold together. They're all, like, scooting with their one yeah. foot trying to get it going. And it's just that front shot where you just see, like, heads at different angles <laughs> leaned out. Uh, but the walls are falling down. And everyone else is busy. Bobby Brown, you almost see daylight. You got to get past this last hunk of rubble that's going to come down and crush you all. So, Bobby speaks into the walkie-talkie that she has on her shoulder. Okay. And all she says is, now, now, now! And as soon as she does... Like a dozen SWAT team people drop from the ceiling, and one of them grabs What's Art Vandalay Field Experience. <laughs> field Experience has been torn, and I'm going to say that that they extract the entire skateboard team absolutely up to their helicopters. The video evidence as well, <laughs> and you all fly off into the sunset. Perfect. And Lenik flies off into space. <laughs> yep. Yes. So, actually, actually towards the sun. <laughs> so as we uh, as we're on the jet on the way back, uh, I get a call on my comical '80s phone, right. and I take it. I'm listening for a while, and I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean no one's buying it? <laughs> <laughs> and we fade to black on the terrible RPG. Of all of the games I've played, that was certainly an experience. <laughs> Thanks welcome. for running. You are welcome, Jim. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're welcome for what we just played. Yeah. Right? I feel like you're welcome for I that. Like- you know where this can go. <laughs> we push the limits. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry. We'll be back next week with a preview of Numenera 2. In the meantime, if you're looking for more great gaming shows, check out Adventure. Adventure is an actual play podcast hosted by Pranks Paul that focuses on generating fan fiction for established TV shows, movies, and books through tabletop gaming. Adventure will feature a rotating cast of players in a variety of media properties. And this week over on the OneShot Twitch stream, on Tuesday at 7.30pm, we're having more Warda. Then on Wednesday at 8pm, the Dungeon Dome returns with a Champion's Dilemma match. You can find all that and more at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. And if you've missed anything that we've aired, like our Golden Goose run of X-Wing, you can head over to our YouTube page where we've archived it all. And coming up in November, we're attending a ton of conventions. Metatopia in Morristown, New Jersey, the 2nd through the 5th. A Catacon in Dayton, Ohio, the 10th through the 12th. And PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the 17th through the 19th. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And this week, I want to talk about sexual assault on college campuses. 
On September 7th, Betsy DeVos announced that she will change how the Department of Education enforces Title IX federal guidelines. In the 2011 guidelines outlined in a Dear College letter, defines responsibilities in building a safe and responsive campus, clarifies requirements that schools must independently investigate reports of sexual violence between students, regardless of the existence of a criminal investigation, and defines preponderance of evidence as the burden of proof necessary when adjudicating sexual assault cases on campus. She went as far as to call it overreach and weaponizing by the federal government. DeVos will now roll back these vital protections. Sexual assault is an unbelievably widespread problem on college campuses, and the response from both schools and the government has been far too small. Ignoring this problem does not make it go away. It makes it far worse. And I'm certainly not the only one who sees that way. Earlier in the summer, 20 state attorney generals wrote to Secretary DeVos strongly opposing any rollback of Title IX protections. If we want safety on college campuses to improve, we have to call the Department of Education and advocate for it. I was able to find this issue summary along with a phone number for the Department of Education and a script to read while I'm on the phone over at fivecalls.org. Five Calls is the tool that I use to contact my representatives. It makes it and much less nerve-wracking than it would normally be. Calling your representatives can make a world of difference on the issues that you care about most. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show, be sure to check out MBSing. On MBSing, host Mary Beth Smith cuts the BS out of conversation by discussing a topic her guest unabashedly loves, thus discovering why people love what we do and how that passion affects us. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Okay.